Hi there, and welcome to episode 23 of Site Chat. In today's episode, James and I talk about gossips in the workplace. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and as usual, if you have any questions or suggestions, please do send us an email to sitechat at omnisite.com or tweet to site underscore chat. Hi there, and welcome to episode 23 of Site Chat. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you have been a listener to the podcast, thank you for your support. In this podcast, we'd like to discuss on issues that matters to you in the workplace. If you have any special topics that you would like us to discuss, please send an email to sitechat at omnisite.com or tweet to site underscore chat. As usual today, I am joined by my co-host, James Molly Kirk. Hello, James. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks, Austin. Very good. good. Happy to be back. Yeah, I like the way that you are so energetic and positive today, which you are always <laughs> in our uh, recording for the podcast. Now, before we start the podcast proper, uh, James is looking for volunteers in Hong Kong <laughs> to participate in a validation study of his product, TD12. Uh, this is a thing that we talk about when we did a session with James also. Uh, so if you are interested and are based in Hong Kong, please contact James directly. I will put his contacts uh, in the show notes today. So you could actually uh, email James and uh, see how you could help him. Yeah. Mm, thanks. It is a personality questionnaire. It is, it's of course. Really interesting one. So it really helped you uh, appreciate your help in validating that for use in Hong Kong. Yes. Yes. This is going to be interesting. Now, uh, are you just looking for people who are from Hong Kong, uh, Cantonese speaking, or as long as they are based in Hong Kong, that's fine? Um, they they should ideally be Hong Kong citizens, okay. Hong Kong residents, Hong Kong. You know, I'm not sure what the uh, what the correct political denomination now is, but you should identify yourself as being born in Hong Kong. Okay, good. So if if you fall into that category, please uh, mm. help James here, and uh, I'll put his contacts in the show yeah. notes. As I and the, the the questionnaire is available in in Fanti um, Tianti uh, and and English. Okay. So, okay. So good. So. If you want to, please help him. All right. Now we got that out of the way. So today, what are we talking about today? Workplace um, gossip. <laughs> we are going to be talking about gossip. Yes, gossip is one of those things that is a, uh, I guess it's a social activity in the workplace uh, where we find time to talk to our peers, uh, our, our mates in the, uh, in the workplace. It's a way we communicate, I guess. Uh, to talk about things that uh, we might not want other people to know. So this is going to be interesting to talk about this in the workplace. Obviously, we will try to present as uh, as uh, 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 as broadly as we can, both uh, the positive side and also the negative side of gossip and how that is going to uh, 
uh, kind of you know impact on the organization itself. So what are the positive and negative uh, uh, impact of gossip? Uh, who tend to gossip more, uh, or who tend to gossip? And then how gossip is going to impact on on workplace, as we said earlier on. And what can organization really do when we talk about gossip in the workplace? Yeah, I think as usual, we are going to be able to kind of give a, a brief maybe definition of gossip. Uh, both James and myself, we, we have been looking at some of the uh, research and, uh, and I think one of the things that we agree is that there is not a, a definite definition of, of gossip, but uh, something that we found maybe on, on research, if, if I may, I'm just going to uh, read a, a definition that was used in one of the research here. Now, according to the researchers, they say gossip is a pervasive activity within organizations, but not many research has done uh, on workplace gossip itself. Now, why is this the case? It could be the fact that, firstly, gossip uh, has a negative connotation uh, to what we understand socially, what gossip is. Gossip is, is something that people talk bad about someone else or something else. Uh, or someone who has an evil tongue. Uh, or the other, the other uh, reason that was uh, mentioned here was perhaps gossip is such an insignificant thing that maybe it doesn't really uh, warrant a kind of serious attention in terms of research. Um, despite that, we have found some research on gossip. Uh, but obviously, those gossip uh, research is very limited. They are very subject to the uh, context they have been uh, researched on and the, uh, the population for, for, for sure. Now, before we, we go on a little bit, James, your perspective about gossip in, in, your, in your mind, uh, what is gossip then from your perspective? First, I'd agree with, with what you just said, that the uh, psychological community seems to be very clear that there's not enough research on this, that there should be more. Mm. And because of that, we haven't, as t psychology often grapples with, when it comes to complex social um, uh, paradigms, uh, the, uh, the, the definition isn't clear yet. So until we can get a really clear definition, it makes it problematic to study because people relabel, they study left, they study right, and we don't quite get there. But it, yeah. it's it's clearly something that I'm 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 more aware of now, having read into it. <laughs> uh, that's for sure. There was a, a, a definition uh, by Curland and Pellet in 2000, which talks about uh, informal and evaluative talk in an organisation. So we're talking about workplace gossip, workplace place gossip here. In informal and evaluative talk uh, in an organization, usually among no more than a few individuals among other members about another member of that organization who is not present. So that's a very straightforward thing. It's, it's about talk about another person who's not present, evaluative. There's a, a separation sometimes between gossip and rumor. Mm -hmm. uh, again, it's not... I don't think that the, the definitional split is there, but there's one thing that happened in 2004 uh, suggests that rumor is about discussing uncertain events in the public sphere, traditionally associated with male activities, such as those occurring in an organization. Mm. Um, this is about, if you're talking about down, whether downsizing will occur, uh, that will be considered a rumor. Uh, why it's related to males, I don't know. Um, whereas he, he suggests that gossip is, is more private or social and traditionally a women's territory. 
so it is rumor something is non not about people it's about about things i don't know that i can mm. spread a rumor about you can't i mm. For I mean, sure. we typically say that yeah i'll spread a rumor that, that that austin is is going to be um you know going to move into into biological uh eco-friendly farming in guatemala <laughs> Is that a rumor or is that gossip? That's yeah. a rumor because it's yeah. completely un, untrue. Yeah. Well, no, no, rumors doesn't have to be true or not. It's a rumor I've heard. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, difficult, very complex social yeah. uh, communication processes going on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, undefined. Mm. Uh, I, I think as we talk about it further, we're clear that it is, mm. it is social. Yeah. It's not public as in shared between a lot of people. Mm. It's something that is a dynamic, mm. has a dynamic, um, like a viral mm. effect. As it spreads from one person to another or to a subgroup, to small subgroups to another subgroup. Yeah. And that's how the gossip becomes insidious mm. because it gets to sometimes the target person yes. through a roundabout way. It's unclear where it's come yeah. from and who started it mm. or why, the motivations. Mm. And that can be, uh, have, have, typically negative effects mm. on the individual or the group they're part of. Yeah. Uh, and so it's typically seen as negative. Yeah. I, I, I want to go back to what you were saying about you know, the rumor and gossip. When you give an example that r rumor tends to be uh, uh, something that is done by male rather than, uh, than female, whereas gossip is more on the female. Uh, the immediate <laughs> thing that came to mind was um, there's a component of uh, being a male person and a female person. A male person is is more kind of gung ho in a way. They don't mind saying things, but then they could retract it after that. Stereotype, kind of, yep, stereotypical, isn't it? And and at the same time, for women, uh, they 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 kind of because when the the nature of gossip is kind of is a shared, uh, intimate uh, uh, situation. When you only talk to people who you are familiar with or you gossip with people you're familiar with about someone yeah, that's else. A good point. Yeah, I think this this is something that is is, is very uh, distinct there. I, I do appreciate that you were saying, oh, there's a stereotypical there, uh, 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 kind of a notion there. But we are not saying that men don't gossip. Men do gossip too. <laughs> it's just that the, 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 the way it was denominated was quite interesting and then that got to my mind thinking that maybe the gossiping bit has a kind of social component there where people don't gossip to just any old, uh, any person down the street. They, they gossip with people who are familiar with. So mm. gossip has a kind of, in a way, a, a kind of camaraderie, social uh, element there. Some gossip could be not so, as you say, it's quite insidious, but it might not necessarily, the content of the gossip itself might not be as bad as what most people think. It could be just maybe a little bit of fun banter between close people amongst themselves. They don't talk about uh, they don't share with outside that group. So I think we were talking also about the, the social identity bit about gossip, uh, being part of the group to share those information. Uh, and one of the things that I, I read about uh, uh, in one of the research, you were saying for gossip to occur, there are three conditions, contextual conditions. One, sociability, uh, shared frames of reference and uh, privacy protection. Uh, in terms of okay. the first one, uh, sociability, they say, you know, it's about uh, how acquaintance type relationship. Uh, gossip rarely takes place <laughs> as neither party is certain of others' disposition on anything. So it's very unsafe to engage in, in, in discussion outside that familiar group. Uh, and then it's only 
because they are uh, have a very good relationship, they are more happy to share and socialize in that way in terms of the gossiping. Um, and then going back to what you were talking about, social uh, component there, gossip fulfills the human needs to belong to a group setting. And that itself uh, gave that kind of uh, uh, permission, I guess, thrive, uh, thriving ground for gossip. Um, and normally you will see people of the same uh, kind, the same group, uh, they do that a lot. They share the same values, they share the same ethics, and they talk about certain things. And they all share this, the, the same frame of reference there. Uh, conformity, consensus. That's why it becomes kind of common uh, for gossip to happen in those social contexts. Uh, thirdly, they were saying, you know, uh, gossip may not necessarily become public information. So gossipers can avoid accountability and they can freely express their views without being fear of uh, discovery. So privacy provides a very sound place for uh, emotional release, you know, not fearing that uh, you'll be culpable for what you've just said uh, within that, that, that team itself, uh, within the, the, the group itself. So this is kind of very interesting uh, uh, conditions there, as I stated there in, in the uh, research there, uh, which I think that's what we were talking. It is true. In what was the, the third one? Uh, the Sorry, third one is about uh, privacy. Private. privacy. The, so what are the three again? Uh, it is sociability, uh, shared frames of reference, and uh, then privacy protection. So I think this is kind of a contextual condition that uh, allows gossip to, to to thrive in a group setting. Uh, but obviously, we, we were talking about uh, 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 who tend to gossip. Right? This is one uh, example. <laughs> uh, what other examples do you think uh, people or what kind of context that will kind of make people gossip a little bit? I, I mean, working back from some of the examples we've looked at, you know, separately is in, in terms of the context of when we look at the purpose and impact, actually, you will see probably where that comes off. So I might, might save that for, for the next sort of the bigger section as to why, why people gossip. Mm. But if I can pick up on the next bit now, which is sure. who, who gossips, we talk yeah. about the stereotypical yes. definitions and um, where it sits in, in societies. Um, there's a few things, actually, uh, that reminds me. One study by, it's actually a master's thesis by a lady called um, Menard, who's a, a mature student, um, was on gossiping. It was really good workplace gossiping because she did it herself as well. She actually, uh, she, she got involved very deeply with, with workplace gossiping and, and she found it an incredibly powerful experience for herself mm. um, in doing so. But in terms of who, uh, the back in 2009, the Daily Telegraph in the UK did a survey. <laughs> so it's not scientific, um, but uh, it was widely believed uh, that uh, men gossiped more than women. <laughs> there you go. I did say that. <laughs> and a little bit more research based by Dunbar in 2004, who spent having spent hours coding the conversations of people in public places. As we said, I, I'm not sure how the ethics committee allowed that, but there you go. Uh, the conclusion was that there's very limited variation due to gender or age. Mm. So there you go. Mm. Uh, again, what limited variation means, I haven't mm. seen the actual research, but yeah. at least they're downplaying the idea that 
well, or they're playing up the idea that it doesn't matter what age, it doesn't matter what gender. If you're human, you're likely to gossip. Yeah, yeah. And, However, more more research though clearly on the on those precursors and moderators like trait, uh, like context, um, uh, it will be absolutely fascinating because it's a social, very complex social dynamic. It is. It is. Yeah. I was just wondering whether you know, from from the the two. Uh, research that you just cited, whether did they say it about uh, what type of gossip, the content of the gossip? Because <laughs> it's quite interesting question. to actually know uh, yeah. what do people really talk about. And and some, some yeah. And 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 then as you said, is 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 a lot of context and uh, it could be very different also in the sense that uh, why people are doing that. And those those uh, gossip yeah. itself might have certain impact. To, especially in the context of the workplace, uh, though it could be a reason why they actually did that. Uh, I think one one needs to actually understand why do people gossip. Uh, people don't just gossip for the sake of gossiping, but maybe there's some truth in that. People do that because they are uh, doing it out of boredom, or maybe at work they find that things are not challenging. Uh, therefore, this is an avenue to maybe talk about their frustration at work. Uh, or maybe they have some grievances at uh, in the workplace that they couldn't find the best way to convey those grievances. So the only way that they could feel comfortable maybe is to talk to their, their mates in a team and gossip about maybe their bosses, the structure, uh, the mm. organizational uh, uh, processes, etc. Uh, and, and I think this is where it is important when we talk about something like this. Uh, but not just to kind of say gossip is bad or gossip is good. We need to understand why people actually gossip. Are yeah. there reasons for that? Yeah, if we can get to that next, would be great. Yes. And so just onto your question, though, you were talking about what they gossip. It reminded me of some research that, unfortunately, I couldn't get the paper for, but I've got the abstract, which is by Van Vuren et al., 2005, who were attempting to produce a typology of gossip. So categorizing those things. Well, so I can't answer your question, but somebody might have done so. (laughs) Someone is probably doing this research at the moment. uh, Well, back in 2005, so it was done, Um, but I I haven't seen the results. So there might be a typology of uh, of, of gossip, um, which would be interesting. And think about what you just said about typology of gossip, the content itself. Uh, We are now so uh, bombarded by, by a lot of social media technology. And uh, no, we, we know the concept of fa- uh, fake news that we see and people take to, to, to news uh, readily. A and take it, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, wow. A form of from gossip. The media, the media of gossip. Yes. So is gossip, most yeah. gossip face-to-face yeah. or is it now on social media? Yeah. Yeah. Now and with privacy issues on social yeah. media, well, yeah. you know, you sure yeah. you want to gossip there, you might be held liable for it. That's Down true. to your point that true. you can't trace, track it. Mm. So is gossip primarily still verbal yeah. face-to-face? That, that is definitely, I think, uh, interesting, interesting uh, notion there and a question to us. And, and even though you, you're talking about uh, privacy law, and uh, privacy law uh, legislation, etc., uh, people can still hide behind a facade mm. uh, when they're on, on, on Twitter, for example, or social, any other social uh, platform there. And that itself is devastating. Uh, it would be interesting to see research in that area because I, I automatically see the, the repercussion of, of this kind of behavior 
it becomes uh, a form of cyberbullying already. Uh, and then, you know, maybe you can do a little bit more later uh, with the impact of um, gossip from, from there, what are the different things that as a, uh, can be uh, kind of as a result of gossip itself uh, to both individuals and also to the organization there. Now, we talk a little bit more about who tend to gossip. And I like the, the, the fact that you were saying uh, the, the Telegraph uh, uh, research <laughs> men tend to gossip. Um, so there, in terms of, of gossip, there's no gender specific. <laughs> there's no age specific. Everybody, do, uh, everyone does that because it's a social need, I guess. Uh, and and you, we were talking about evolutionary uh, perspective there. Uh, it's a form of communication, isn't it? You're talking about gossiping is about uh, conversing and communicating maybe uh, information there. So I think research has also, uh, in terms of gossip, kind of look at it as a perspective, social uh, perspective there as a form of communication, uh, releasing information, uh, a sharing maybe uh, also grievances, as I said earlier on, uh, to, to each other, uh, which, which, which is actually uh, interesting there. Now, if we could perhaps we look at now a little bit of uh, what are the positive uh Gossip and what are considered as negative gossip, if, if, if that's a good way to kind of differentiate that. I think a lot of people will say, well, gossip is gossip, isn't it? It's very difficult to differentiate. Do, yeah, do you I think we can actually say that? I uh, think it's subjective. Mm. Very subjective because like you said, it's, it's hard to pin it down. Uh, the intentionality of it mm. is difficult mm. um, to pin down unless you're there on the spot yeah. to actually challenge the intentionality of, mm. of the gossip. Mm. Uh, yeah, so hard to do, I, I would say. I think um, the purposes you know, are, are perhaps the most interesting, most important thing um, to try to understand those. So, I, yeah, the, the positive, negative, yeah, what's, what's, what's positive gossip? Oh, I, I don't know about talking well about it, praising somebody behind their back. Yeah. He's, oh, he's so handsome. Oh, <laughs> she's, such, she's such a good planner. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Gossip. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We need some typologies. Yeah. Bad. I, I think come back to the point that there must be. What, 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 is, uh, what, what is the classification of positive and negative gossip? Yeah, it's so, so subjective, isn't it? We uh, need that typology. Yeah. Or, we, or we get lost in our own subjectivity. Like, yeah. well, what is, what is? Yeah. And I don't think that advances the, advances the, <laughs> True, and it doesn't mean that because I I, I gossip in a, in a less less abusive or aggressive way that is positive to the tone of my voice or the way the word that I use in terms of gossiping. I think this is a, a kind of contentious uh, uh, point. There uh, are they really positive or negative? I mean, obviously they are negative. Uh, all gossip are supposed to be negative. If if you guys you know listening, you think. Perhaps there is a way to classify positive and, and negative gossip. Let us know because uh, so far we we think it's subjective. It's difficult to identify what is positive and what is negative gossip. Uh, I think generally gossip we know as what we just explained uh, is, is a way of communication. It's a way for uh, people to feel comfortable to share certain things uh, about <laughs> someone else who's actually not in in. in, in in the context or in or within the team itself, or at the moment not there. So this is what gossip is. So moving very swiftly there, then if we can classify them, but we know a lot of research has done somewhat about the impact of gossip in the workplace. 
Uh, what are your takes? What are the impacts uh, you can think of in terms of gossip? Um, uh, is it possible we just dwell a little bit on the purposes? Uh, some yeah, some interesting sure. stuff yeah. that is, yeah. and we talked broadly around it. Yep. Um, I've, I've got a bit of a um, a summary from a variety of of cases, especially Barmeister Bar at Al 2004, mm-hmm. we talked about this. Uh, Menard, she did a good summary of these things. So it's nice to, nice to share a bit. Sure. Um, the functions, uh, just to recap, so getting information, just mm-hmm. a function to get information about mm-hmm. what's going on, especially when it's not being given to one, a, a person or a group, mm-hmm. to get information. Uh, releasing of emotion, especially negative emotion, there was an interesting study. Uh, it was, um, I'll tell you in a second. It was uh, Catherine Waddington and Clive Fletcher in uh, 2005 mm. looked at nurses um, and they found it uh, that the gossip was used to express a range of emotions, including care and concern about others. So that's positive. Yeah, actually, but yeah. also anger, annoyance, and anxiety. So there's a lot of emotional venting through it. Mm. It's interesting. Mm. Um, another another function is stimulation. <laughs> so mm. actually, just stimulating intellectually to talk about stuff, mm. um, and that c- can bring us back to something. In you know, if your job's boring, maybe this work, this then serves a purpose. Um, yeah. Exactly what you said. Another, another point was fostering that interpersonal intimacy, and that links into social bonding. Mm. Uh, and the purpose of, of of connecting, belonging, uh, all those group functions, maintaining, mm. uh, demonstrating values and norms. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of group processes are are tapped into, um, yes, uh, maintained or enforced in this way. So. Mm. It's, Quite powerful. Now, how powerful mm. is it? As your point was really strong that this is done with people that I trust or that I feel identified to or that I want to bring in mm. closer. So I'm going to share some gossip mm. and I'll bring them in close because I'm demonstrating trust. So mm. really strong social bonding technique. Mm. Um, uh, entertainment, uh, which is, I guess, that part of that intellectual stimulation, literally mm. it's just, just entertainment and storytelling. <laughs> so it's, you know, Got to pass the time. It's yeah. stimulating or it's entertaining. I've yeah. put those together now. Um, so there's a support function, which is potentially emo- emotional during times of uncertainty. Mm. So if I'm uncertain, then I can reach for support. Um, that may be, again, part of that, that emotional bit we talked about, just mm. the, the leveraging, supporting, or otherwise of, of venting a bit of emotion. But this would be actual support. Um, Identity building is an interesting thing, but mm. part of that group process level, I suppose, another level is identity building, um, which I'm identifying myself in a group, either with an organization, with a group, uh, a subgroup. Uh, one way or another, I'm showing who I am and who we are. So I guess that's again with the social bonding a bit. That there's a lot of social complexity going yes. on. Yes. The final one, a positive purpose, uh, sorry, a, a typical purpose can be positive again, which is social status building. So my social power, especially if I'm the one providing mm. the gossip, I'm the gossip monger. Mm. Um, you know, the, the, that, that's a, an interesting, again, again, an, another sub part of that group. 
Yeah. So I'm demonstrating my value because I'm I'm confident, prepared. Mm. I know I'm in touch. Mm. Uh, I'm demonstrating my social value by leading. Again, in gossiping is interesting, isn't it? The different roles that people can play in gossiping. Do yeah. I re- do I lead it? Do I echo it? Do I what? Validate it? I don't know. Um, so that's a, that's an interesting group. Uh, the negative functions of gossip, again, from these guys was um, much more in your area of that CWB, mm. uh, and a lot of it is the social bit, mm. but there's also the organisation. So social exclusion or threat, um, which then relates to you know, the purpose for damaging someone's identity or reputation. Mm. Uh, it could be, again, that I'm using it to uh, enhance my social power at the expense of somebody Someone else. else. Yep. So, again, target it at some, somebody else. On the organization level, it could be used as something as a way to challenge the status quo. Mm. Um, and that it, it, it actually can undermine corporate government. Mm. And it's intentional to do so, mm. to mm. spread distrust yeah. against the organization. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, so those are those are sort of a summary of the, the functions of yeah. positive and negative. I mean, to end up to one one point, where you were talking about purpose, there one of the things that we mentioned prior to this recording, we we're talking about managing stress. You know, one form of of, of actually uh, people resort to that is to manage the stress that they feel at work, uh, if they feel that. Um, using the theory of uh, conservation of resources, where they feel that uh, in their work itself, they're not supported by maybe their peers, their organization itself. One way of letting go of that frustration is to gossip. And it gives them a little bit more avenue to, to vent that anger. Uh, but of course, that is one way of coping uh, strategy there. Uh, if they eventually cannot deal with it anymore, they'll probably resort to uh, more uh, drastic strategy there mm. by leaving the organization. Thus, that itself can also relate to uh, turnover for the organ- uh, of, of the employees, and that will impact the uh, organization. Of course, nicely, we are talking next to the po- next point about impact there. And then thank you for, for sharing the, the reverse of all the purposes of uh, gossip, uh, which leads to the fact that you know, when you overdo certain things, sometimes it has a kind of negative connotation there. Uh, I like the fact that you were talking that that particular research on the nursing as a form of uh, uh, bonding and also the way of sharing uh, emotions, yeah. emotional support and everything. And, and, and I think uh, on the reverse side, that industry itself is full of people gossiping uh, because, as you said, release, getting a kind of emotional support. Uh, but of course, the adverse impact of that will be leading to uh, incivility or book, uh, workplace bullying in, in, in the context there. Uh, many research has done uh, in that area. Uh, there's a mm. high rate of um, bullying and, and gossiping is one of those uh, tenets of, or components of, of bullying where it also covers a little bit of uh, isolating someone else. As yeah. we mentioned earlier on, when we're talking about gossiping, we, we like to gossip with people that we really know or people who are close to us, so which means we are excluding people not re- within the in-group. So mm. that itself is bec- uh, will be a, a negative uh, connotation there, uh, which, yeah, which is I, dangerous. Yeah. I absolutely agree. I think it's a really nice, obviously you've got a lot of experience in that area too, which is fascinating culture given the context of the work yeah. and of the workforce. 
Um, there was um, a couple of things on gossiping as, and I guess part of that is where that gossip rumor thing gets, get, mm. gets mixed up, but using that gossip is a tool of bullying. Mm. Uh, I saw a study about FICO 2018, yeah. who said that perpetrators of bullying and mobbing may use rumors and gossip for the maintenance of social dominance mm. as an expression of envy and social undermining, as a weapon to humiliate, uh, and as a psychological attempt to close or widen the power gap. Mm. Fascinating. Yeah. Indeed. Major tool. Indeed, indeed. And, and in which case, is it is it is there a legal definition at all about bullying in sort of work, uh, work, um, no workplace safety? Is is gossip in there? Spreading of rumors no, anywhere? No. no there, first and foremost, there are no legal uh, definition. Uh, ILO will come up with their own definition. So uh, does uh, WHO. Uh, in terms of research, there is a a, a a definition there, but yet again, people are questioning that that particular definition because that definition um, vaguely talks about intention, but at the same time, there is a criteria there. It has to be perpetuating. Uh, it has to be a prolonged kind of uh, behavior right. exhibited there towards someone, uh, the target. So it's about six months. <laughs> so the question is, if a person is being... Uh, mistreated less than six months, uh, do we consider it as bullying? Uh, in my mind, of course, it does. Because as long as there's a psychological uh, harm and impact to the target, it is bullying already. Uh, but like most definition, is very contextual because this is a definition which is, which is supposedly objective, right? But at the same time, bullying is also a very subjective uh, situation. Because right. as a target, I would say, James have done certain things to me perpetually, and that is actually causing me to have psychological harm here. So that is my perspective of it. The behavior that he, he exhibited is bullying behavior. On the other hand, James will say, well, <laughs> I'm not. It's just me. It's just the way I, I say certain things. You know. Uh, so yeah, we are still kind of you know struggling with the definition at the moment. But not not notwithstanding that the fact that the impact is definitely there uh when when you use gossip as as a form of uh power as a form of uh undermining someone so that is definitely one of the impact there, there are a couple of other if, if impact for sure of gossip uh in the workplace uh, uh do, do you have anything that you think you can actually share in terms of the impact the um the there was one it is obviously a, a cwb uh, counterproductive workplace behavior mm. so it, it it leads into all of those things you, you you touched on earlier in terms of um um you know dissatisfaction disengagement um reduced performance mm. and and turnover and people it's because it basically makes someone's life un unpleasant yeah. if they're the target of it yeah. of the negative mm. um Equally, we've got I've got some some stuff on uh, from research in China actually, the China Hotels Group or Hotels Group in China, Yer et al. 2019. Um, they talked about the negative workplace gossips effect on hotel and hospitality employees, service performance, and customer customer orientated 
organizational citizenship behaviors. Mm. So basically you know, going out one's way to be helpful. Mm. If, 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 the, if you're the subject of negative gossip or if you're aware, perhaps even if you're just aware that there's negative gossip going on, yep. that it reduces your performance and your, your engagement, your, mm. your motivation to do more um, when it's called upon. Yeah. Um, what was interesting as we talk about later is that how organizational identification mediated those effects. So the stronger the employee felt felt connected to the organization, its goals, its values, mm. its identity mm. and behaviors, those cultural norms, um, then the, the less they were likely to be affected by, uh, their problems would be, be affected by, by negative gossip. Again, mm. I'm sure there's a lot of context and, and details in the research, but interesting. Yeah. Um, but it does have, have negative stuff. Um, uh, that, that was that was the one that just 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 picked up. The rest of it, I think, is is in that area of of bullying. Yeah, and what happens when somebody feels bullied or gossiped about? It's, it's a negative, not the positive. Mm. What's the positive impact of positive gossiping, or the positive impact of even negative gossiping? <gasps> that's 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 a, that's important. Mm. <laughs> we should mm. find out. Yeah, it's true. I mean, just coming back to the point you were saying about the the. Uh, identity, the cultural, uh, rather organizational culture itself can moderate that, that uh, neg- uh, towards negative gossip uh, there. Um, a, a study that I, I read, um, see, uh, even just perceiving it as a gossip uh, itself can, can actually create that kind of responsibility, whether they would be feeling negative towards the uh, bullying, uh, the, the, the gossip uh, episode itself or not. On the other hand, when someone feels that they are being uh, gossiped about, uh, they tend to kind of challenge it a little bit and say, you know what, I'm above that. I want to challenge it and I will not want to let gossip uh, uh, affect me. So they will, perhaps in terms of the areas of performance here, uh, if someone gossip about some uh, James, your performance, uh, according to the research, they were saying, you know, you were more likely to challenge that and then uh, heighten your performance and, and to prove yourself that you're much better than what has been gossiped about you. Uh, sounds that like in- a trait. <laughs> sounds like a trait there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and I think this this ties in very much, we were talking about, you know, where, where are the behavioral uh, aspect here, there. And I think this is a very good classic case there that, you know, the fear, and I think especially... I think I'm not wrong. This was done in in uh, in China also Asian perspective here. Uh, again, there's also this concept of face, right? Mm-hmm. You're being gossip about. I want to show that Oof. I'm not. I'm not actually uh, what people gossip uh, of me. So I'm going to prove that. So it is very important in 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 the Asian context there. So interesting to see a bit of trade component uh, in research really. Uh, which is good, which is a good thing. That means this is actually, uh, we recognize as a social thing, the behavioral bit should come in also, treat uh, as, as a uh, component worth exploring in, in, in terms of gossip. And and I think this also leads us to perhaps maybe the last part that we want to talk about is, so now we talk about gossip, right? We, we know how it is manifested, uh, who are the people who are most likely to, to gossip, the purpose of gossip, uh, the impact. Uh, so, what can we do then? You know, what 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 should organization do, or what should an individual do? Really, when we talk about gossip, I mean, we 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 talk a little bit about uh, strategy that individual takes. How about organization? Should organization do anything at all? 
when it comes to uh, gossip in the, the workplace? Uh, absolutely. Um, I have to say, before we get into this one, it's, it's, it has been fascinating to look at this uh, and something that just has to be done more of. So I, I've got a bit of a, a summary of some of the recommendations. There's not a lot out there again, mm. but, but some of it because if one understands the purpose of gossip, positive mm. and negative purposes, why it's being used, uh, why it's useful, um, then we've got more chance to do something about it. So I think the first is to acknowledge that Gossip can be powerful mm-hmm. and it can't be stopped. Yep. It's, it's part of being human. It's part <laughs> yes. of human organizations yes. uh, for positive and negative purposes. Uh, but it, it's it's there. So trying to stomp out gossip is, is really quite naive yeah. and silly and will be counterproductive. Yeah. So don't go on a crusade, try and stamp out gossip in the workforce. That ain't going to work. Yeah. That'll just... That'll just disenfranchise more people. So um, some positive um, recommendations. Uh, A lot come from um, some research by Grosser et al. 2012. Um, who are looking at positive and negative workplace gossip. Uh, uh, Firstly, to acknowledge, if you can, just take a bit more of an interest in gossip and acknowledge it as being symptomatic of something. Mm. So if you're hearing gossip, you say, well, where, where is this coming from? No, it's actually, it's not so important where it's coming from to stamp it out. Yeah. It's why. Yeah. What's the purpose of this gossip? Is it yeah. social bonding, identity? Is it benign or is it caustic? Is it directive? Is it yeah. purposeful? Um, understanding the impact of that gossip yep. is obviously important. So you've got to get involved is it, mm. in it, not just dismiss it. Mm. Understand what effect it's having understand why it's there and what effect it seems to be having. Mm. So you might need to do a little bit of research, either direct or indirect, to mm. understand it, yeah. uh, of what it is, why, and, and where it's, what, what potential impact. Yes. The, the second one uh, is about that once you've explored those needs and, and the reasons, is it's all a lot of it's about your organizational culture. Um, and related to that, of course, it's a very big subject, but um, behavioral standards, mm. grievance procedures, mm. civility, mm. organizational justice and fairness in the organization, mm. um, how people are supposed to be treated and are supposed to, supposed to behave. So to, to your point, you know, if, I work, if you walk into a new organization and you go, go to the canteen, I use that as an old example, given that we work at home these days, but, you know, the, the, the nursing crew example would be a classic. Or, or even in the military, my old my old area, yeah. you know, going to uh, lunchtime uh, in 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 the military canteen, for example, and everyone's gossiping about something, yeah. they're bitching about something, they're arguing <laughs> about something. They go so, but if you're pervasive, if that gossip nature is really always about he, she, they, that, argue, argue, you know, dissatisfied, dissatisfied, complain, complain, it, it's it's awful. Mm. It's an awful culture to be yep. part of when that's endorsed and maintained. Yep. Uh, but it doesn't start there. It's a symptom. Yeah. Um, but having standards and obviously all that culture building, culture maintenance, and how organizations want to be, expect people to be, um, how if people feel you know, bullied, uh, in, intimidated or gossiped about negatively, that there are routes mm. to, to deal with it. 
that are encouraged for them and for the group. So this is how we deal with it. Mm. We don't we don't avoid it. We talk about bullying. We talk about gossiping. Yeah. Um, and we can you know encourage self management, encourage group management, and and when things fail, provide channels for trying to address it. You know, hopefully not waking six months. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you about this one because uh, this has always been very difficult when you're talking about policies and having those standards. I think organization, if they really, really care about their people, this is something that they should have, they should do from the start, onboarding, making people understand and very clear about the procedures in the organization, which also gives uh, individuals that assurance should they be uh, a victim of such treatment, there is a way, uh, procedure that they could actually uh, uh, go to. Um, and I think this is very, very important, what you just said, just to reiterate that your identity, the organization culture is very, very important. If you don't have a strong one and you allow people to uh, gossip and perpetuate that, you as an organization, you're complicit in, in, in endorsing that. You're and right. that is going to be toxic. The, the whole environment is going to be toxic. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think this is good to to highlight that a little bit more. So what, what are the other uh, suggestions have you come I across? I've got two more. Sure. Yeah. So the first was sort of basically explore those needs, acknowledge it as being a symptom. Yeah. Second is, is, is build that organizational culture. And to your point, that's from day one. Yeah. Um, and, and across everything about how you expect people to behave. Mm. The third, um, re- related in, in OD, which is engagement. Mm. So if, if the purpose of, of uh, one of the purposes of, of gossiping can be emotional venting of dissatisfaction or stress, mm. um, then it, obviously a, a purposeful, uh, uh, interesting, engaging job and organization is, is what you want first. Give me those things. Yeah. So I'm not overstressed. I'm, I'm not you know, protecting from bullying, but give me a job and organization context that is positive, yeah. engages me, gives me positive experiences, not negative uh, all the time, at least the balance. Then I'm less like my gossiping is likely to be positive gossiping, yeah. just for normal social social grouping and identity yeah. balancing, whatever it is. But I'm not, I'm not complaining. It's like, because I'm, I don't need to, to, to invent things to amuse us because mm. we're being amused in what we're doing. We're yeah. interested in what we're doing. We're enjoying our work and our people we're working with yeah. and how we're being treated. Yeah. It's all good. So the gossip then is, is a positive, normal, social, social functioning, maintaining, yeah. maintenance purpose. So engagement would be the third point. Yeah, yeah. But of course, one, one, one thing has to kind of highlight there again, organization, please don't go out and start giving your employees lots of work to engage them. <laughs> and then that is not going to help because that's going to make them even more frustrated and they will even gossip oh, even more. Big, I think there must, be, well, yeah, <laughs> there must be a, a good balance there. Make them interested in the job and engage in the job. And especially when, when, when now, you know, both of us were talking about uh, a lot of us are working from home that kind of face-to-face interaction is not there. How do you make people engage? I think that, that showing a little bit more concern, uh, asking about how they are before you even start your, your Zoom meeting, that is one way of, of uh, engaging your your uh, it, uh, employees and not just go straight solid to to, to the work uh, immediately once you turn on the, the video or the Zoom uh, meeting itself. So I think this is very, very important there uh, to engage uh, that's a very good point there, James. 
And well, and one to actually take to the final one, yeah, which is communication. Yes. So again, if if, if gossip is is one of the purposes to is to is to fill a void, especially in uncertain times, <laughs> we don't know what's going on, so we can suspect, you know, good or bad intentions or purposes. So we fit, we use, we can use gossip. Yeah. Um, to fill that information void, fake news comes in, and we know it's impossible to stamp that out. You know, America has shown us that at a at an incredibly, you know, virulent level. Um, but communication is important. Communication that is um, top to bottom, bottom to top, side to side, open and transparent as much mm-hmm. as possible will reduce the likelihood that that negative gossiping is required by the social groups who are experiencing that environment. So mm. communicate, communicate, communicate. Yep, definitely. This is it's very important to, to have that uh, open communication. Uh, and I think when you start to communicate or you get information from social media, uh, instead of just embracing what you see, those communication itself can sometimes debunk the information that you have. Then you wouldn't have that propensity or you wouldn't have a, a ground to actually... Uh, uh, start that rumor or, or gossip about something that's not true. And I think this is, is uh, of our times because we are so bombarded by technology and, and, and uh, uh, social media, it is important to realize that, wow, this is a, this has been kind of a very interesting topic that both of us are perhaps surprised, you know, by. surprised by because uh, we know this is a very human thing and it's a very social thing, communication a form of communication anyways. Uh, but it has opened our eyes definitely for us as, as uh, organization psychologists that it is something that is there. We can help to perhaps lessen those uh, uh, behaviors, but stemming it out is going to be, I don't think it's going to be a, a viable option there because people need to communicate, right? People need to talk to each other. Uh, organization being mindful what they could do. They could actually uh, help in minimizing gossip. That would be great. So with, with that, I, I think our listeners have a lot to think about today and uh, a lot of uh, uh, studies that we actually shared today. Uh, if any of you are interested more about this topic, uh, we are happy to have uh, further discussion. Uh, do send us a, an email on sitechat at omnisite.com or tweet to us uh, on uh, Twitter, site underscore chat. Great. As usual, James, it has been fantastic discussing something that is uh, so interesting today. Uh, Thank you. Looking forward to the next uh podcast recording and uh, stay tuned listeners Uh, we should be back soon uh, once we find another topic to uh, discuss but of course if you have any topics that you want us to talk about please let us know all right good thank you very much for listening and thank you james once again for being here with me